0: Yo, what's going on everybody I'm here for another episode of cosplay bites I'm sorry it's taken so long um yeah there were difficulties last month with one of my guests where there was just she wasn't able to make it so you guys were only able to be available with one episode so I'm gonna try to make it up to you with three episodes this month so today I have lovely I'm gonna try to see if I got the right. Akakiyoga.
1: Yeah, good job. Woohoo
0: And um yeah so we're gonna be talking about PAX East. Uh but before we get into that um there's some quickie quickie stuff I gotta share with you guys. Uh over at my blog which I've shared some of her work here before but um, lately you've just been or you can see a lot of my Katsukon cosplay write-ups from uh, Canary Cosplay as a Tifa Lockhart design by Hannah Alexander. There's Livy Cole cosplays, uh, Lunala from Pokemon Moon, and then a whole bunch of Overwatch mythic Overwatch group posts with Jessica Negri, Gladdy Kay, Becca Knoll, Saya costumes, whole lot of casting stuff you can check out (laughs) and um i'm using a new podcast platform uh it's known as anchor and that's basically been using it to help cut out the cost for what i was using with soundcloud so um no changes there um if you guys want you don't have to but there is a way to support the show directly on anchor or you can just help with my patreon which is free to use but um you can pledge if you want and uh just quick shout out to my patrons that are on there uh i got coralia jade katyushka moonfox mink the Seder, nicole marie jean my friends noah and shalen and oh my sophie and um you can pledge there if you want or I would really love it if you guys were able to rate and review the show because it's also on Spotify and iTunes. Yay. um, And I just got back from Paxi along with Aka Kiyoga, Kiyoga here. And um, at this time, I think New York's going to be my next one. And oh my gosh, tickets are going on sale soon. <laughs> Like, way soon. So, yeah. I think that takes care of all the intro stuff. Um, Let's talk about you for a minute.
1: What do you want to know?
0: Well, before we get into Pax Deeds, which you guessed it at. Well, sorry, not guessed it at. You worked at. You worked at for uh, Cougar. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked at uh Cougar Gaming. They do like optics for computers, they do gaming chairs, like the whole the whole shebang.
0: Right, right. But uh you were appearing in my feed a lot with a lot of your um I think your your Deku obviously came up and then one of your one of your recent big builds was your confessor peltress
1: yeah the uh Paltris from zach fisher's project Evan Blade.
0: and yeah they had i mean you had the original group that debuted at blizzcon last year but then you had some members from that group along with new people that wanted to jump in they um they came to katsugan so how yeah. was that
1: that was a lot of fun i originally was supposed to be in the group for blizzcon but I ended up not going because usually I do BlizzCon every other year. And that was the non-Blizz year. So I cried. So I was like, no, no I, pr- I promised myself that I would do it. And so I told myself, okay, please guys come to Katsu. I'm going to Katsu. That's the con that I bring my biggest and best costume at. And so I was like, okay, I have, I have it planned. I picked the character and I basically started working on it in like December.
0: Ooh, ooh,
1: yeah that's a hard costume
0: man <laughs> yeah, no, kind of a time cra- yeah because zach's a sadist and
1: oh oh my gosh yeah he is
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um hey yeah, you've done cosplays like that um oh frick i can't think of any that come into my mind right now um
1: i've done a lot of overwatch
0: <laughs> yeah yeah diva
1: yeah i've done diva i've done symmetra and i've done orissa and evie so i've done four.
0: Oh, that's right yeah you were posting about of your Orisha. yeah that, those were those were coming up yeah
1: i'm kind of all over the place but video games seem to be like my niche i guess I'm like fair i fair love fair. i love anime i love like comic books but for some reason Video games just drag me in every time. I don't know what it is.
0: Every single time. Hence why you went to PAX East.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. So PAX is amazing. I've gone three times. This is my third time in a row yeah. that I've gone. Uh, last year, I got to help out uh, Versus Evil and Obsidian when they debuted their new Pillars of Eternity 2. I actually got to cosplay palagina one of the characters from the original game and they brought me on to bring her to life and that was a lot of fun and then when i got um the opportunity to work for cougar this year i was like hey can i make a character for you guys because i don't like going to conventions without a costume because i feel naked and that's kind of weird to say but i do Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and so I was like, hey, like I will totally cosplay for you guys and I will help you at your booth. So I had my really good friend Edward Middleton. He came up with an awesome concept art for a cougar like bodysuit character and then I made it in like 2 days
0: <laughs> and oh, then I flew it back. Oh god. <laughs> god yeah no, I was gonna ask, was that a provided costume? but no, yeah, you made it.
1: no, like most of the time when I work for companies and things like that, the costume is never provided. I've made virtually everything that I've ever been asked to make, um, but they do usually compensate like for the materials and stuff afterwards, oh, but yeah. yeah for but most of the time it's me making it myself,
0: right. So you were there working the booth. I met you there on the one day that I went on that Friday.
1: Yeah. You
0: looked super cute. Thank oh you.
1: Eyes.
0: And uh, the chairs were nice.
1: It was really cool. Like I was thoroughly pleased with just how polite people were and everything like that. Um, you know, like the whole stereotypical like booth babe, which is, a, I guess, like a thing now. I didn't know that that was a thing that PAX was like trying to get rid of. Yeah. Um, but people were super courteous or super kind. I got to like meet a lot of cool people and ultimately just had like a really good time just being able to support Cougar, uh, you know, help them out with uh, some chair sales, peripherals and overall. PAX is a really good, con- like fun con for me. So just being able to yeah. go is like a pleasure in of itself.
0: Yeah. Were you able to get uh, some time when you're not working? Like go scope out the booth, go shopping or whatever or
1: a couple times um I did most of my shopping on Sunday, so I worked gotcha. Friday and Saturday pretty pretty hardcore Sunday was kind of my day of being like hey we have to like leave our flight leaves at like three, so we kind of okay. have to leave early, so they kind of let us go early and then we got to go shopping at a few few spots, I got to stop by the mega 64 booth and I got a really cool sweater. So I like, I didn't have a lot of time to go shopping and I wish I could have done more, but I'm glad that I had the time that I did.
0: That's good. Yeah. I, I, I just spent the con, um, I went with my friends and they convinced me to take the earliest train coming out of my state, going into Boston <laughs> so I could not waste time standing in ridiculously long queue lines when the hall opened up. So I took the 6 a.m. train from the airport, which is like 20 minutes from where I live into Boston, hour and a half with a 15 minute walk. Wasn't that bad actually. I managed to stay with my friends in the queue line, but then they also convinced me to take the last train going out of Boston. I was going to hit my stop. Oh boy. So I didn't get home till midnight.
1: You had a long day.
0: I did. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't regret it, though. And then I stayed up till one in the morning because I was unpacking.
1: That sounds like adulting problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, I, <laughs> and then I had to work at 10 a.m. the next day.
1: Ooh, that's a big oof. oof.
0: <laughs> I needed all the coffee.
1: Yeah, I, I know that feeling.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... To me, Pack East, um, the games have to be really, really good if I want to commit to staying in line to try the demo, mm-hmm. because otherwise I'd just be wasting time when I could be running around trying to find friends. Like I found, I found my friend Mink the who was in her Raver Venomoth Gajinka from Pokemon. Uh, Danielle Balu was there with her. Boyfriend juice cosplay, but they were in casual mode because they had to host the Acer party later that night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and um yeah, if, if I would have gone a second day, maybe I would have tried out some of the games there. But I know there was some Smash tournaments going on. There were the Nintendo booth had like Mortal Kombat Eleven on the Switch, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I spent some money at the Square Enix booth, because they always take my money. (laughs) Fair, fair. Yeah, stupid keychains. And uh, I stopped at my buddies at the Filthy Casual booth, and they took my money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you gotta support your friends.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I got this sweet jacket I'm wearing right now, and a duffel bag, which was apparently debuted at that con and i was like the first person to grab one so yay nice and um yeah that's pretty much my con i think my day ended with stay with being with my friends and we went to the uh pax east uh, game show night um where they I guess they played a bunch of games that had actual prizes in them so i was only able to stay for the whole uh price is right section of the game. I didn't get called out from the audience, so that was a bummer. <laughs> um trying to think of what other other standout games were there. Um I mean I watched the Borderlands stream the day before. That was interesting.
1: Yeah, the new Borderlands 3 finally got their like debut trailer.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to watch it until I got home from work that day, but uh, I'll probably play it. It's been years since I played a Borderlands game.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the last one I played was two.
0: Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, I did do Tales of the Borderlands, and that was a good one, so. Um, What other... uh, Anything else about Pax Eats that you enjoyed, or Honestly, I-
1: like honestly, Pax was such a blur for me because like I hit the the expo hall at like nine o'clock in the morning for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then I stayed until like seven p.m. Friday, Saturday. I'm just like, even though I worked so long, the convention was such a blur because I was in the same spot just like working nonstop. Right. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that Blizzard wasn't there because they take my money because it's Blizzard, but they didn't have a booth this year, so that was kind of sad. I was yeah. looking forward to, uh, you know, throwing my money at them, but that's okay. I can save some more money. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, but there wasn't really anything this year that kind of stuck out to me, really. I was actually I was talking to ben Dogek uh, a day or two ago. She was there and I was like, hey, like, PAX seemed kind of just, eh, you know, like it was good, but like, it felt like it was lacking in something. And I think it right. might've been like, there was no big game that was out or like some big thing that was being released or anything like that. Right, it's, right. It, it was missing like a big industry piece that from the past two years, other years that I've gone, they had like uh, lawbreakers that had like their huge booth and then like Blizzard, of course, had their giant booth for Battle of Azeroth. And so this year, there was really, like, nothing to take that place. And so it felt like there was just something missing, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you would count Borderlands 3 review reveal as the one to fill in that hole. But even then, that, well, that was just a stream.
1: Right. You couldn't and play the had, game.
0: And then they had the $20 board games for sale, which I noticed. But, I mean, like, I've, I've noticed in years past, it was, it was like, the first couple of years that I went, because I've been going since 2012, but I obviously haven't gone every year. I know I skipped last year, but uh, I know that uh, League of Legends always had a giant booth that took up, like, 25% of the floor <laughs> with, with just all their giant screens and then all the League of Legends cosplayers lining up for their contest or whatever the hell going on um
1: like don't they usually have like that lounge that's like in one of the hallways isn't it like a cosplay lounge or something that they do now?
0: um the the hospitality lounge yeah Yeah. I i don't think i saw it this year
1: i know i think i walked by it but i don't know if they had like the giant setup that they did last year where they were like throwing shirts and stuff at people (laughs)
0: because <laughs> I got
1: two of their shirts from last year, and then I got like a lanyard or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a. Uh, when I bought two pins from the Square Enix, two pins, not two keychains, they also grew in a lanyard and a pack of trading cards, which I'm never going to play. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> so that was fun. Um, trying to think. You know, I was just running around like a crazy person trying to find people. And I I, I didn't get to see Jenna Lynn Meowry. I could not find her booth that she was at for certain points at at the time of the con. Only to come to realize she put in the wrong booth number. (laughs) I
1: like, I ran into her kind of like in passing a few times. But I think that was just like by coincidence.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just happened to see Danielle and Justin roaming around. It's like, oh, my God, I've been looking for you. <laughs> and Because they, they didn't come to the Con Hill way later because they needed sleep.
1: Yeah, that, I get that.
0: Did you go to the Acer after party? Or
1: I did. I actually did. I got to hang out with, uh, with Danielle and Justin, actually, and that was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then I think uh, Jabri was there, too, so there was a... a good size group of us just kind of hanging out. Danielle and I were the, uh, the wallflowers and we decided to uh, let's just say hide in the bathroom when the, the original set was going to start from a pegboard nerds. And we were like just talking in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. Cause we didn't want to leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: But it was, a, it was still a good time. Like I love getting to just, you know, chat with friends and things like that, especially if, since like, I don't really get to see her that often. The last time I saw her, I think was, it wasn't even Dragon Con. I think it was like Katsu last year. So it had been a while since I've seen Danielle. So that was nice to get to hang out and chat it up a bit.
0: Yeah, same here. I didn't see her since Katsu last year because I skipped this year to save money. Which gave me an excuse to go one day this year <laughs> for PAX East. Um, yeah, I I don't know if it's I'm too much of a baby to like go to after party because I just I went to one in New York where Jessica and a few others were hosting it, but I got tired super quick and we left. Maybe. I don't even mean, know if it had been an hour since we've gotten there but then i had learned the next day that oh no they didn't the girl didn't show up till like 11 or midnight or one, or <laughs> one. but oh oh okay so yeah. me-
1: after parties are a beast man like there's even sometimes where i'll go only for a little bit just to hang out with people but not even to like party or anything and then even I get socially worn out. So then I'll kind of just be like, okay, I'm gonna just, just kind of chill, maybe sit around for a bit, but I still get really tired too. So I don't blame you at all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let's see here. No. So a couple of friends that were uh, working some booths in the Indie mega booth. um, I guess Facebook Gaming had a presence this year, which is weird.
1: Oh, yeah, their booth was huge.
0: I know. I think maybe that was the booth that we can't think of. That was the missing link.
1: Right. But it was Facebook, so I didn't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was Facebook and the Oculus and I didn't care.
1: Right. Like I care about the Oculus, but I don't care about Facebook that much. So it's like I would have loved to have played Beat Saber in a room all to myself because that would have been great. But I don't care about Facebook. So, it was <laughs> it was kind of like a uh, hey, we have this thing, but we're also Facebook and you guys screw up my algorithms so I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh god. Uh I think Discord was there, but Discord Yeah, Discord was there.
1: there. <laughs> I like Discord. Discord's fun.
0: I got to use it more. I, I mean, I'm part of several channels, but I mean, like, I don't know, it's just hard to keep, it can be overwhelming at times, like, there's so many chat channels within. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, have, I think I'm a part of, like, ooh, like, 30 channels?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna run away now.
1: But I don't really interact with all of them. I, like, I'm a very introverted person when it comes to wanting to talk to people, so you. I don't just jump into the biggest channel and be like, hello, yes, I am here. I kind of just individually talk to people or like i'll have like a group of like two or three people i'll talk to but yeah i (laughs) you would think like as a cosplayer you'd be really good at like being social right but i i'm very like socially shy unless i like know someone right like if i don't really know you i'll kind of be like hi i'll be formal you know like nice and everything like that but I'm also the person who doesn't wanna be a burden to people by talking to them too much. So it's right. either I don't talk at all or I'm afraid of talking too much. So finding that balance is very hard.
0: Yeah, no, I think I, I definitely felt that when when we met in person because we both didn't really say much to each other. But I mean, now we're here, just yapping away. Yeah,
1: oh my gosh, yeah, PAX, when I'm at a convention, especially if I'm working, my mind's like at 80 other different places. And so meeting me at a con, you may get like a different perception of me depending on what I'm doing. So if I'm working, you're probably gonna get a me being scatterbrained because I'm also trying to make sure that like, you know, the customers are doing okay. If I'm guesting, I can focus solely on who's talking to me because you know, I'm promoting myself, but I also really love getting to meet fans. So it's easier for me to talk to people that way. If I'm going to a con just for fun, I'm cosplaying and you just find me. Oh yeah. It's really easy for me to like, you know, shoot up a conversation with you because I'm not doing anything and I'm there to meet people. And so it really just all depends on the situation. And I hate that too. Cause if you meet me at a bad time or if I'm doing something that's like job related, you'll probably get the like more professional. I can't really talk too much me versus the like, let's just shoot the crap and like, let's talk and hang out me.
0: No. Yeah. (laughs) Totally understandable. Yeah.
1: So I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh my gosh, now I feel bad. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. It's okay. This is making up for it. I'm I'm definitely shy too. I'm definitely an introvert. Like sometimes I'll I'll go up to guests, where that are guessing, and like I'll talk with them for a little bit and then I'll kind of like hover over their table a little bit just to just hang out with them for a little bit if I can before I wander off. And say, like, I'm going to go wander up and go shop or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: always the case of, like, Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When the one time I got to help a friend guest at a comic show, the amount of people that just swarm your booth is insane. Like, that. there's even to a point where I was like, I don't know if I can handle this by myself. There's so many people at the booth and I'm freaking out. But, like, it's fun. Like the rush of just being able to talk to people to get to know people on a more personal level and stuff like that is super cool. And so I I have a hard time going up to guests at conventions and saying hi, even if they're friends. I'm like, I know you. Why am I being dumb? You know? And
0: know.
1: (laughs) And so, yeah, just honestly, I just look at cosplayers as just big dorks in a costume and it kind of helps me kind of demystify the idea that oh they have this many amount of followers i'm not good enough to talk to them but they're still people and they still yeah. want to make friends and that makes it easier for me to approach them on a like similar level other than like you know having them on this giant pedestal and i'm not worthy of your presence spouse <laughs> down you know
0: <laughs> yeah so that
1: helps me a lot
0: yeah, no, it does. Yeah, I got to have I I got to have one with Danielle and Justin for a good chunk of the day. So that was really nice to hang out with them. And Danielle showed me her very explicit, lewd My Hero Academia um, wallpapers on her phone. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that?
1: I did. I see the one thing. That's the one thing I didn't think I saw. So that makes me sad, Danielle. Yeah. I'm watching you.
0: Yeah. Being watched. <laughs> being watched um du, 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 let me see
1: Ludes are so great man what like ludes are great even though i don't do them i think they're fantastic
0: oh yeah yeah they they uh i mean from a male perspective they're uh <laughs> hey, hey my book
1: I'm like, you can't complain about a good, you get some good titties. Like, oh, you can't no. complain. No. no.
0: <laughs> no. Like, and even I- though
1: it's not my cup of tea, I still can appreciate the friends that do because that's their shit and they rock it. And so I'm like, hey, if you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, go, go for it, you know? I'll stay over here and, like, you know, be a little. Um-
0: I'll, sure. ogle, I'll ogle from a distance and cheer you on.
1: Yeah, basically. I'm like, hey, I'll enjoy the view. It's <laughs> like dinner at a movie? Hell yeah, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, now, see, now, for folks at home, like, we're doing this via webcam, but, like, so I can't see her, but she can probably see my room.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. It's a good wall.
0: It's a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, after this, I'll have to show you what's in front of my desk. <laughs> Like, Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I see, like, a Jessica up there a few times. Danielle's up there.
0: Oh, yeah. Danielle likes to give me a shit ton of prints whenever I order from her. I got Jenna's butt up there. And... Oh, a bunch of good stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean, even though I don't have ludes, I do sell prints.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, you do?
1: I do. So, I mean, if you're ever interested, they're there.
0: <laughs> One day. One day. Give me a couple of months.
1: Okay.
0: I just, I just uh I splurged on a gaming chair, so I'm like
1: Oh man. Let me
0: let me save up for a couple of months.
1: Oh, oh completely understandable. I know how Sorry.
0: It's coming next week. I am like low key very excited. I have had this chair for years. I've you got should
1: to- do an oh, unboxing.
0: Oh my god. I might. I don't know. I don't know if I have the capabilities to do that.
1: Not with um, that attitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's a secret lab chair that my friend recommended because they were they're good for like people of my height. So uh it comes in royal blue. I'm very Ooh. excited. <laughs> um anything else about packs?
1: Is it sad that like I as much as I love packs, I would have more to talk about for katsuka. <laughs> Because I got to actually do things. But PAX was fun. Well, I really liked it. Um, I would recommend going as an attendee if you've never gone. Because you'll get to actually like explore, get to do things, go to panels, play games, buy yeah. things, play indie games, support your indie developers, all that good stuff. If you want to work it, I, I say go for it. But also know that there's a chance that you may not get to do all of the things that you want to do. So... You got to pick and choose your battles, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, go as an attendee once or a few times. And then, like, if you're a cosplayer and you want to, like, work it, do it once.
1: Yes. And okay. then
0: see if, like, for the rest of eternity, do you want to go as an attendee more or is it a, a worker more?
1: Right. It, I mean, if anything, you could do, like, working one year, attend the next year, work one year, attend the next year. Like, oh, it's that. really just all up to what you really want to get out of PAX, you know, like it PAX is different for everyone. For a cosplayer, it's a little different because it's not a cosplay heavy convention. It's It's more like I
0: didn't really see that much.
1: Right. You just kind of go to like play games and like look at industry things and like go to panels. You don't really go to like do cosplay groups and stuff like that. Especially with big costumes, you're not gonna want to walk in the exo like in the expo hall. It's impossible.
0: No, yeah. (laughs)
1: And So if you're a cosplayer, bring small cosplays. Don't bring your big costumes because it'll be hard to walk.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was debating wearing, debuting my Kingdom Mark 3 Riku that I bought uh, late last year and, uh, I mean, I had the Keyblade where that came in. This guy right here. This thing is huge. I'm like, I'm walking at the con and I'm like, Man, I'm glad I didn't bring that. That would have been a bitch to carry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's PAX is a beast in of itself. It's, I did a, my Symmetra costume two years ago. So that was my first PAX, and I brought Symmetra. And I was like, if I brought anything bigger than this costume, I would not be able to walk. Like, there's so many people. You're worried that you're going to get bumped. Your costume may break. Something may happen. And there's no costume repair. So you would oh, be screwed no. if something happened to your costume. So tread with caution. Bring something easy and just hang out, enjoy yourself, relax, play some games, just have a good time. Katsu is where you bring your good shit.
0: Oh boy. I already had an episode on Katsu Khan. <laughs> right.
1: Catch me again next year when I go to Katsu. It'll be like, hey, so it's Katsu right? I'm scared.
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a goal to try and go next year.
1: Are you going to uh, DragonCon?
0: Probably not.
1: Dang, because I was about to be like, if you want to talk con- like one of the king of conventions, Dragon Con. Anime Expo is also a good one, but Dragon Con is a whole, whole other beast of a convention.
0: I mean, I've got guests lined up for the next couple of months, and I'm. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. So I'm doing three episodes this month to make it up for you guys for the lack of two in March. And if it goes well, I may shoot for three episodes a month from now on for the rest of the year. I mean, I like—I I really love doing this. But um, no, I'm not in August yet. So, uh, if you want to stop by and talk about Dragon Con in August, that'll be fine by me.
1: Hey, man, I'm I'm here whenever you want me. Like, I go to I go to at least one convention a month at this point. So oh, I will have dude. plenty to talk about.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that wraps up our packed East talk because the other thing that I wanted to mention here, and I want to try to do an episode solely about it, but just for your case, um, being a person of color in cosplay, um, all right i guess i'll open it up uh is it getting better is it like because i know there's a lot of bullshit going around with like i feel like once a month i see <laughs> <laughs> once a month the blackface thing comes up and it's always from the european side of the cosplay world it's like what? That that's not that's not okay stop it
1: yeah <laughs> um it's okay. So there's it's a multifaceted kind of conversation where you really just kind of have to look at it from first of all the American side, and then you kind of end up branching out to more of the international side of cosplay. Where if you look at Russia, I highly pro- there's probably like not even like point zero 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 five percent of black people in Russia. So there's that. But anyway, <laughs> in right. America. Or rather in like the northern hemisphere of, you know, where we are as a country. Um, I want to say it's getting better, but it's also not getting better fast. Right. right. So I've been in the cosplay community for well over, whew, I would say well over six or seven years. And it's funny because when I first started, it was a lot easier um because social media wasn't really a big thing um uh, people really didn't have like you know facebook pages or like instagram pages like none of that really existed so right. it was just the community was you go to a convention you find people and that's the community there was really no big online social media presence and so i really never ran into like the whole either like being called racist names or the blackface and all this other stuff until I started having a presence online. And that's kind of when I feel like I exposed myself to being called racial slurs and to being exposed to the fact that I'm not accurate unless I cosplay another black character or, you know, we've seen people who decide to paint themselves to be my skin color to say, hey, I'm trying to show my accuracy and my love for this character and all this other stuff. And so it's so hard because I can talk about this topic for forever and I don't want to because I get really passionate about it, but I also get really hurt about it too because I see right. so many friends quit because they're called the N-word so many times that they can't handle it anymore, that they've been called every single like racist name in the book, myself included, I almost quit because I couldn't handle it anymore. And so I ended up having to say, you know what? I can't let these people dictate how I have fun because obviously they're not having fun. So they're jealous of me having fun. So yeah. then that's where that's coming from. So I can take that shit with a grain of salt and move on because I've met so many amazing people through cosplay that there's no way I want to quit now. Like no, at no this no. point, I've made a name for myself. I've done some really cool stuff. I've been recognized by Blizzard and a couple other companies and like all this other stuff. I'm like, if I had quit, I would have never been where I am now, you know? And so my whole shtick really is to have a social media presence where I can like help other people of color basically say, screw what other people say about if they think that you're not accurate based on something you can't change because you're still amazing, you know? And yeah. so I am trying to be a quote unquote beacon of positivity, but in a way where it's educating others who don't understand and supporting those who feel like they're not being seen or that their voices aren't being heard. And that's what? where my Twitter comes in. I have, I've had a Twitter since 2012 and I've just now been using it. So
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You were also huge with the whole, did you create the black Cosplayer here hashtag? Or was that somebody else? No,
1: so I didn't create the black cosplayer here hashtag, but I did use it in a giant list of hey, if you're a black cosplayer, post your shit in this section right here and let's like have yeah. like this giant long Twitter feed of just amazing black cosplayers from basically around the world saying we exist. Yeah. And 28 days of black cosplay. And that right. blew up really fast. And so yeah. that's that's all I'm using my platform for at this point, is besides posting memes uh posting pictures of my stuff but also <laughs> supporting other people too because what's the point of having all of these followers if you're not gonna share them with other people you know
0: right yeah that's 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 something i tried to do with my blog because like i i managed to amass a following and a present where i'm recognized by other well-known cockwear from like other parts of the world like um some in europe i know i had a lot of girls that like what i do over in australia um but yeah for like this year for february for like black history month and 28 days of black cosplay like i aside from one like at the start of the month um i devoted my entire like whole cosplay feature showcases to black cosplay to like help you guys out and it was both easy to do and kind of a struggle <laughs> in ter- well in terms of like easy that you girls were like spamming my feed and it just popping up everywhere like oh good more cosplay for me to talk about but it's also I also recognize that um I I don't share black cosplayers enough in throughout the whole year because like unfortunately I feel like a lot of you girls get uh Shaft is the only word that I'm coming up with. Like when you, for in terms of photography, so it it's like I want to, I want to share off you beautiful ladies, but like there's no good photos out there.
1: It's it's hard,
0: and I know you girls are trying. You're pushing to like get photographers to be more diverse. So do I have? I don't even know if I have any uh poc cosplayer lined up for the next couple of months so i'll have to try and fix that and i
1: am more than willing to kind of like you know share some with you too just because it being a you know woman of color it's easier for me to find other people of color because we all kind of gravitate toward one another right? right and so when it comes to the photography side of getting good pictures I have gotten extremely lucky and I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all. When I say that, like finding a photographer that is willing to take a picture of you and make it look really good is really hard, especially trying to find one that's willing to take pictures of you in the first place. Um, and it's a ongoing battle. And I feel like that's the biggest topic of 2019 right now is getting more photographers to be okay with having a more diverse portfolio and having a more diverse like advertisement for if they're going to a con yeah. 9 times out of 10 you really don't see a lot of you know people of color or a darker skin tone shown on an advertisement and that's what a lot of cosplayers look at when they say, oh, I wanna book this photographer, but they only see like the same type of person, they're not gonna think, oh, maybe they can take pictures of me too, but I'm also not like super light skinned, right? Right. And it's daunting, it's scary because you don't wanna be rejected, but you also don't want somebody to edit your skin tone and make it look bad or make it look lighter than it really is. And so I, yeah, like I said, I've gotten really lucky finding photographers that I have. I'm friends with a lot of them. They all know me really well and I just I take them and I say you are not a- you cannot leave. You are not leaving my side. I need you forever because I need good content. And being a yeah. content creator, you always need stuff to put on the internet to stay relevant and if you don't have enough pictures, you're going to be SOL because what are you supposed to post? You know, so
0: Yep. Uh,
1: screams into the void. There's so many things. Like oh, uh, man. I
0: but, get so
1: passionate about this stuff. I'm so sorry, but No,
0: no, that's okay. Like I get like I said before we got into this subject. Like I definitely want to have an episode towards this whole subject. I mean, like I'd love to have you on it. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to get a hold of K Bear because she's a sweetheart. I adore her. And I want to get her take on it as well, because I feel like she sometimes gets the brunt force of all the racist comments and whatnot. Um, She
1: does, because she's the forefront of basically black cosplayers. She is on almost her own pedestal, and I feel bad for her because she's the one that everybody looks at as being the token black cosplayer. So she has a lot of pressure on her, which also means she gets a lot of shit. She gets a lot of racist comments. She gets a lot because she is that person, right? right. And so my whole thing is I love Kay. She is amazing and I love her to death. She's an absolute sweetheart.
0: I, adore her.
1: I feel so bad that she's like the only one that's kind of up there in the black cosplay community that's known her. that means she gets all of it directed toward her instead of having it being scattered across like hundreds of black cosplayers it's like directly toward her yeah she gets all uh, the time
0: yes yeah, but all all the comments and concentrated hate is on her rather than like spread out
1: right and so we don't have like we don't like in like you know if you're thinking like white cosplayers or asian cosplayers like you you have like jessica we have danielle We have Bendo, we, you can like name just like Jenna, you can name names after names, after names of just really high up there, non black cosplayers. And they kind of have like this pool of like a lot of them have more than 50 to a hundred thousand followers. A couple of them are about to hit a million followers. But if you think what other black cosplayers out there have more than a hundred and like a hundred thousand followers It's really rare. The only other person that I know of is Cutie Pie Sensei, and she is a babe, and I love her. Oh, my God. But K-Bear and her are, like, the two, and, like, that's it. That's all we have.
0: That's all you (laughs) get. Yeah.
1: So that's the problem. We don't have more people that can, like, you know, protect our popular people because it's – Right, we have two popular people, and then the drop-off is really fast rather than it being, like, a substantial, like, incline – It's just two people, and then probably the next person closest to them is, like, in, like, the 50,000 to, like, lower range than that.
0: Yeah. Must protect.
1: Yeah, we must protect, but we also must attack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's real good.
1: Yeah. Like, if you ever want to just, like, chat about just this topic, I think it's an awesome topic that needs to be talked about more. And so I am more than happy to recommend other cosplayers that would be more than welcome to, like, chime in on the subject that are basically just, like, in the same boat as I am that really just want to see this community get better and ultimately just wants to be inclusive as possible, you know?
0: No, I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah, definitely would love to plan something out within the next couple of months with you. Yeah. And try to get a hold of Kay. I don't want to sound annoying because I always... I, like, occasionally will send, like, a blast to, like, several cosplayers. Like, saying, like, oh, I'd like to have you on the show if you're free. I don't want to be annoying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that feeling. Yeah. But I bet they will. They'll come around. Because I know some of them can be kind of busy sometimes. But they'll they'll come around.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, Any closing stuff you want to mention
1: um other than me trying to not like you know get on my soapbox about uh being black and cosplay (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) honestly i thank you for you know having me on here talking about just cosplay and everything is very passionate for me to be able to you know share my my viewpoint on the whole thing and being able to talk about packs and my experiences Ultimately, like if you're listening to this and you're thinking you want to get into cosplay but you're not sure, I would say just jump in and go for it because you will be surprised the amount of people that will like love you to death. You you know, oh, yeah. I can say like there's there's some racist people out there, but at the end of the day, the cosmic community is actually pretty big and it's bigger than the people that are going to say some dumb shit. So yeah. If anyone oh, wants to say something, I have two hands and I'm ready to throw them. Find me, send them my way, and um, Mama let's just will say, protect yes, I will protect. Like, that <laughs> is my job. Like, come to me and I will hug you in my big strong arms and let you know that everything will be okay while I'm curb stomping the asshole that decided to say some dumb shit.
0: <laughs> yep, so that's, yes, that's, 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 that's a good statement, yeah. Positive always outweighs the negative, like yeah. more than 100% of the time.
1: It does. It really does. And just surround yourself with positive people because that's really the like the biggest thing that kind of kept me into staying in the cosplay community was being able to surround myself with positive people who are uplifting to me, who support me, who, you know, are there for me like 100% or cheering me on saying you could do the thing just do just do the damn thing right (laughs) and you'll be Uh, fine you'll be fine
0: okay so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh if you want to find me um i have my lightning palace blog account all all blah words on Instagram at Lightning palace blog and at Lightning Palette on Twitter, and then there's my Patreon, which is it's free to view. Majority of the posts are public, except for a very few that are patron only. But I mean, those are nothing special. Um, you guys, if you I mean, if you check out my Patreon, um, that's where the podcast episode go first before the public link goes out. So there's that. Um, Yoga. if people want to find you, where do they go? So
1: you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, (laughs) and Twitter. Um, I don't use my Facebook as often as I would like. So I would recommend my Twitter and my Instagram.
0: Yeah, no one uses their Facebook page.
1: Yeah, algorithms suck. You know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. And then Instagram's a whole different kind of mess.
1: Oh yeah, we don't we don't talk about that,
0: <laughs> no, but now. I still Here's... use it. Save it for another episode.
1: Yeah. Oh All my right. God, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.